Welcome to Reactive, episode 77. I'm Henning, and I'm here with Raquel. Hi! Hello, hello, and Khalil. Oh, hello! How goes it? We made it again, all three of us. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we did it. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I was a, on, a, on a little bit of vacation last week, so that's why I wasn't here. Was it a Which nice was, vacation? It was. It was nice. It was super short, but it was. Uh, I don't. I don't know what what to call it. Like a couples retreat. We we left our kids with the in laws and went a few miles down the beach. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> just far enough. Just so far that enough. The kids can't just show up. Exactly. Yes. That sounds we enjoyed good. Enjoyed nice, tasty drinks and laying by the pool. So. That's awesome. It is actually. That's super it awesome. was. Yep. So, I since I mean, we live in Florida, right? Everybody comes here to go on vacation, so yeah, as well do that too. <laughs> Just be a permanent vacation, or yeah. Sort of money. Yeah. Who needs that? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cool. So, what's happening? Ah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Neither of you have a have an iWatch, right? An iWatch. No, you mean the Apple Watch? The Apple is it is it called an Apple Watch? The, I think um, it's called the Apple. Like, I think I think <laughs> Henning the i kind of got phased out like five years ago. Like get with oh, the program. Man. Thanks yeah. for making me feel even older. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Apple Pencil, the Apple okay. Watch, um, Apple Music. <laughs> Yeah. It's the, well, yeah. the reason I, reason I'm asking is I've I've sort of observed various people um, with this device, and uh, mm-hmm. especially techie people, they seem like at least the people that I've been watching have a really hard time controlling notifications or deciding on what is like too noisy and what's like okay. So these these people I've seen, they like glance at their wrist or turn their wrist like constantly. And it's it's almost like annoying me, <laughs> like um, so. I'm just just you know some of these people are 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 like developers, and mm-hmm. uh, so it's like this is such a distraction. It's like why don't they, you know, turn it off? Um, because I mean I, I guess this is the same problem like with Slack and emails and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's not like this thing buzzes or anything, but I, it probably gives them some sort of feedback because they constantly notice. That something mm-hmm. is going on, but it's like, really? So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I've I've also noticed other people having them. I know a, a few people in my office have them, and in meetings, you can definitely see them like shift their attention to their wrists, and then they do a little swipey swipey, and then they'll like yeah. kind of look back, and then they'll swipey swipey, and it's just like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just think it's another means by which people get information uploaded into their brain. Um, But because it's like, uh, because it's so easy to see what's on your hands, it's so much easier than pulling something out of your pocket or whatever. It's just that much more accessible. Um, Yeah, I I know this topic has been discussed to death, I'm sure, but it's like just something that sort of really stuck out at me today. It's like, you know, your your life is, there's so many distractions as it is, and you really want to add that. I mean, what's what's like the benefit if you know that, you know, an email came in or you, you that's, what's the point? That's like, I don't know. I I guess I should just ask them or talk to them, but. 
Yeah. Although my favorite story though about about uh, about this sort of thing was um, a friend of mine got a pebble. Um, this was several years ago, and he got so excited because he was like, "Oh my god, with my pebble, I can know what time it is without taking my phone out of my pocket." And I was like, "It's." It, that's called a watch. <laughs> you just get a watch and not have to know anything. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I, I had a pebble for a little while and I just, I couldn't get over the fact that I did a thing on my wrist. I'm just, I'm not a bracelet person. I'm not a watch person. So it's just like, eh. yeah, but um, I don't yeah, know. I guess it's, that, it's another thing, you know, trying to, to compete for your, for your attention. So yeah, definitely. But then I was, it reminds me of this other thing. So like uh, you may have seen a, a little tweet storm that I did last week. Um, but TLDR, I got into a bike accident last week. It's not oh, so right. Um, and, uh, and so PSA, please wear helmets when you're riding your bikes. Yes. Even Europeans. Um, I know that it's not as common of a thing, but like me versus physics, physics one. Um, and, and I got banged up pretty hard. Uh, but I scraped up my hands really badly. And so they're like, but it's been fascinating to watch my body heal itself. And like, it's cool because my hands, right? Like your hands, you can bring them to you as opposed to like, you know, if you get scraped up on your knee or on your foot or something, you have to like lean over, try to see, or like in in a mirror or something like that. But like with my hands, I can literally look at them every few hours and just be like, whoa, that's way more healed than it was a few hours ago. And like, you can't see the cells stitching themselves together and all that good stuff, but you can see things changing. And so I kind of wonder if that's kind of like one of the things about the, the like watches, <laughs> these eat watches. I know, I know I almost did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I think you and I are from a similar era. You see, we're old fogies together. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, it, it, it's just so convenient to bring your your hand to your face as compared mm-hmm. to bringing your face to your phone or, uh, you know, looking at a computer or something like that. Um, so it, it just reminded me of that. Like, like my coworkers have got to be so weirded out by me because I just will sit there looking at my hands for like three minutes, just like, that's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. so anyway but um, it is actually that's yeah that's quite amazing it's it's yeah. really funny. well i'm glad i'm glad you're not uh more severely injured mm-hmm. yes no. ditto ditto yeah i i definitely got a concussion had to go to the emergency room Ooh, um wow. all that stuff but but i was wearing a helmet so like mm. <laughs> everyone was yeah like, there's Thanks. i mean there's also you know right now there's like there's so many companies that make really cool helmets. There's this company called mm-hmm. Nutcase, and yeah. um, so they, they make Nutcases. You know, so I, I got one. It's like uh, it's like a watermelon. <laughs> so, That's really cool. My son is kind of embarrassed, but I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, honey. That's but funny. your son is only just beginning. His 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 journey into realizing how embarrassing his dad is. Yeah, I know. Such an important thing. I mean, I mean, Khalil started started the dad jokes uh, in the Slack channel. So you know, yeah. like <laughs> the two of you, you're you're a plus dadding. Yeah, so yes, you know, totally. A plus. A plus. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, but there's actually this really cool helmet in, well, I saw this a few years ago and it was developed by people in the Netherlands or Sweden. I know not quite the same, but um, Europe, um, where basically it's like a, a collar that you wear around your neck. So it's a lot easier to put on. The idea is if you really like your hairstyle that day and you spend a lot of time on your hairstyle and I don't like it, hairstyles are completely gender neutral. Um, then you could just put this around your neck and you don't have to put a hat on your head. But the idea is that in the event that you get into an accident, um, the, like there are accelerometers and stuff um, and impact sensors in the, the neck so that within a fraction of a second, it explodes and puts like a big heavy shell, like it, it explodes it around your head. Um, so that So that you don't get impacted. Uh, yeah. And, and so it's basically like airbags, mm -hmm. but, but more solid and around your head. Hmm. Um, because at that point, it's okay if your hair gets messed up because it's either your hair gets messed up or you die, right? So it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know if I like the idea of explosions around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There, there is that. Um, but, you know, but for the, the you know, uh, fashion conscious bike, bicyclist, uh, yeah. there's an opportunity, like there's an option for not necessarily having to, to do that. And it comes in really cool fabrics so that you can actually like court, like <laughs> make it like it's, it's really for the fashion conscious. Uh, I'll have to try to find it. Mine. Yeah. You, we, I, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. <clears throat> uh, uh, but anyway, yes. Um, yeah. but anyway, we can move on to, from, bike helmets what else is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i found very interesting the news ab uh, ab about um npm's new release npm cli uh, it comes with a new binary and the new binary is called npx and so mm -hmm. i read the announcement and uh, so there's two things that kind of stuck out to me that i like about it like to me this is a huge feature for npm Because <clears throat> it uh, so if you if you are a person that uses npm a lot and uses npm scripts and um, I think there's a lot of JavaScript developers that that have moved you know from things like Grunt and Gulp and so forth to npm scripts and uh, or to dedicated like scaffolding tools and npx is great because and i had this case many times where i started like a little throwaway kind of prototyping project of something i wanted to try something out and i installed something npm installed da, 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 had everything locally installed and i just wanted to do something i don't even remember what it was but i had a locally installed cli thing that i needed to to trigger and in order to do that i had to open my package json and you know put a scripts thing property in there and then say please call this cli thing that's in locally installed and what npx now does it gives you the ability to 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 use these cli tools that are locally installed just by saying npx tool da -da -da -da, whatever mm -hmm. and it just calls that because it because npx kind of makes does the same thing like the same thing that npm scripts does which is putting the uh node modules bin path into the path 
Um, and so the CLI, so so the the binaries are found and um, and are executed, and so that's super that's super helpful, and <clears throat> because then it's very easy to to uh, to use these CLIs very quickly and just try stuff out, and um, I I think I was trying to do I I was I had this problem with Budo I just wanted to do a quick Budo thing but just locally in my little test project and. Uh, I was like, I just want to call Budo, but I can't because it, it's not installed globally. It's just in, locally, and I had to put in the npm. So that was the story. And npx would allow me to just start Budo in that little project really quickly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what it also does, what I thought was fascinating, which is also kind of um, maybe an answer to what Yarn is doing with their little create sub task thing um, which is that with NP, uh, npx allows you to um, to use the scaffolding tools very very easily so a scaffolding tool like create react app or angular cli or any or maybe ember cli as well by by not even installing anything locally i mean it will do it for you but you don't have to do anything you can just say npx create React app, new, da, 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 or whatever the API is, and then give it um, a folder name or something. And what it will do is NPX will go ahead, will install create React app temporarily, use it to do the scaffolding, and uh, it, then it then you know, create React app, what it does, it installs everything for you in your little folder, and then you have a whole new React project uh, in that folder, and it's ready to go, and create uh, create <laughs> create React app. The, the 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 local install npx did. I think if I understood understood correctly, is is then deleted. So, and that makes sense because these kind of scaffolding tools are only use mostly only use like once a year or so because there's only mm-hmm. so many times where you have to create a new project from scratch. And these uh, scaffolding tools, they are, they're constant, continuously uh, developed in development and they get new features and stuff like that. So using NPX to do scaffolding like that it always it assures that you have the newest version of that scaffolding tool running to create your project, which I thought was, is just inspired. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is amazing. I love it. This is so good. So good. And I think it's a... Um, there were also some. There was a whole big blog post uh, from Cat. Is it Cat? Is that mm-hmm. what they would call her? Yes. Yep. <clears throat> who wrote a blog post? Who was? Uh, I guess is one of the main developers on it. And there was mm-hmm. there was a, mm-hmm. lots of other stuff as well. But those two two things stuck out for me and made it really like kind of made me feel like this is a huge feature that I think uh, if it gets adoption, then it could really. Um, be a big, big thing for NPM, you know, just for mm-hmm. just taking back market share or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's funny because I completely forgot about it because we've been, I mean, we've been using NPX at NPM for a little while now. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but, but, but quite actually, um, I think it's really, really fantastic because it, it allows you to use global tools um, when like when you only need to use it once, right? Like for example, if you want to like run standard, if you want to like just play with standard for the first time, like it's to me, it's almost like a um, a REPL, a redevelop print loop, 
Um, so like a node, if you want to kind of test something like a, a module or whatever, you can do that um, in, in the node REPL. So you mm -hmm. just like go to node in the command line and then you can do require or whatever and, and just kind of play around with it. Mm -hmm. um, NPX to me is kind of like a REPL to like just see how globals might work. So like if you just want to kind of get a feel for how does standard do a thing or how does um, you know ex you know create a uh, React app or whatever do their thing, then you could just run it once and then not have to like worry about it sitting in your globals or whatever. Um, and uh, or maybe you would just want to use it in a sandbox. Um, and you know so it's 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 a really nice easy way to just do some really quick executables. Um, it's just, it's really nice. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Give it a, a whirl. Um, and it's now part of NPM, uh, the most recent NPM release. So, um, mm. yeah, no, NPM, NPM 5 is just continuing to get even faster. Um, mm -hmm. the, the joke right now is then sometime in the next couple of months, it's just going to get like a thousand times faster because it just keeps getting faster and faster <laughs> and faster. And we're like, how is it even remotely possible for things that used to take like like literally our our heaviest app is currently the npm website it has something like 300 no it's like it's, it has like 150 required modules as part of it and um it's it's just ridiculous and npm installing used to take something like 40 seconds um it's now down to 5 Wow. So, <laughs> and it's about to get even faster. And we're just like, how do you keep what? <laughs> what are you doing? What is this magic? It must this? be missing something. <laughs> right. And actually that Skipping was stuff. There were there were definitely moments where they would be like, This is too fast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I was just about to get my coffee. This is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so great. and I I don't know if they've if they've replaced Node Tar yet. Um, but I know there's a new version of Notar, and uh, it's even faster. So <laughs> it's gonna it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a thing. So anyway, okay. so at some point it's gonna overtake itself, and it's actually gonna be uh, negative time that it takes. <laughs> right, right. So you right. make you make it, seven seconds or so. You'll get, gain <laughs> seven seconds by using npm install, which is. I mean, it's it's the biggest productivity boost ever. Right? <laughs> You just install a lot, and you get the whole, you know, have a new a whole day extra or something. That's right. That's right. I mean, <clears throat> yes, exactly. That's that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> in other news, there is uh, a new Babel transform that allows you to write PHP seven code in the browser. Oh. Yeah. What's up with that? That's crazy. <laughs> You can't see me do this right now, but I've literally just taken off my glasses and I am now rubbing uh, the top of my nose. Like, just goodness gracious. I um, yeah, I mean, I mean, this this to me means that we will have to rewrite everything in PHP seven. Absolutely, it's the best it, ever. <laughs> it's, I mean. Is this even a is this even a question? I don't know. <laughs> so well, I thought the tweet of the guy that did it was 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 pretty funny too. I, I can't find it right now, but it was 
he said this is the most worst, worthless thing he's ever done, but it's still cool or something like that. <laughs> so yeah. what's what's funny to me is that a, a few years ago, I actually um, I worked or I, I went to a conference and I met uh, somebody who worked at Mozilla, and um, he he had written a library. I can't remember the name of it at all, um, but he had written a library which enabled you to do um, it basically allowed you to write scripts in either JavaScript or PHP for front-end scripting code. So, like, you could, it it would basically transpile it into JavaScript um, from PHP, or you could even transpile it from JavaScript to PHP. It was one of those things that it would accept either PHP or JavaScript, and it would spit out whichever one you wanted to. And I was like, this is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Um, (laughs) Mostly because my very first Node talk, uh, that's uh, my second Node talk, I gave a talk at uh, jQuery Conf in Portland, and I was like, so JavaScript on the server, it's really cool, blah, blah, blah. And someone tweeted, they were like, JavaScript on the server, what's next? PHP on the client? This is stupid. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, people, why do we keep repeating history over and over again? You don't have to do this. This is not a good idea. Don't do it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think you think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. It is, I, yeah. th- there was, there's also, there was like since years, there's a library called PHPJS, I think, somewhere floating around. And it's like a, P, it's like a JavaScript script uh that will take your php and kind of transpile it or 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 it's like a php parser in javascript so it so it was it would always crack me up to think about you know <laughs> using php js on node to write Java, to php in the browser uh to let javascript parse it and then <laughs> compile it. i don't know it's it's just very funny because uh, because PHP uh, is not one of my favorite languages. <laughs> When's the last time you wrote that? <clears throat> oh, so wrote in it. Very 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 long, long ago. Long ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know we're we're not going to get into that conversation, but it has changed drastically. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and and that's great. And I'm also like, what I definitely uh, what I'm very happy about is that there is the that this this whole Laravel thing is going on because that seems to be like a cool, very nice community and a very cool framework that's fun to use. And they use they 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 made they they decided upon the JavaScript framework they want to use on top of that, which I think is absolutely the right thing to do. Which is Vue.js, right? And yeah, they're driving that big yeah, time. Yeah, driving it big time, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's it's also a big part of Vue.js's uh, success, I guess, right now. And uh, so I this is the, so I'm very happy about that development. And if if and I, th- I, th- I think I think that that it makes it would also may like if if for some reason I would have to do some PHP work or whatever a project with it, then that's the route I would go, and it would be okay. I think maybe even so. Yeah, I mean the thing is, um, so so the the author of Laravel is is was up until recently just one person. It's Taylor Taylor Otwell. Mm-hmm. He's out in Kentucky or Tennessee. I can't remember. He has a very fun, thick accent. <clears throat> I love listening to him. <laughs> but um, he's basically created this this whole ecosystem around um, 
the, the framework that is very similar to things like Next and uh, or what is it Zeit, whatever. Yeah. Basically, all these these services that make you know these um, like push button deployments or you know zero effort deployments of your application immediately into the cloud with all the most you know modern things that go with it like job queues etc mm-hmm. and it's just all out of the box and it's super effortless and um, so yeah working in that is is like you said it's 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 actually a lot of fun <clears throat> and um, it's fast it's really um, it's quite remarkable how far that has come from the days when I started with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, dependency manager is is really great as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think it's as fast as npm. It's very five slow yet. <laughs> though. I, I, but I don't know. Um, I used it. I used it. I had to use it in a project uh, a few years ago, and I was yeah. very confused about the the speed because just like yeah. it, it just needed to download some PHP scripts, and I was like. Why does this take like two minutes? Yeah, I've, it is it still well, so slow? I guess it. No, it doesn't seem like that. Okay. But uh, I'm sure it's not as. It doesn't sound like it's as fast as uh, as npm. So. Yeah. But yeah, no. Just to to make that point is that um, there is quite a bit available now, which is it's really it's refreshing. It's nice um, because a lot of people do still have to. Um, use that uh, because that's the either the skill set of the shop or um, that's just the stack that they have and there's there's finally like really nice alternatives to and twiddling everything <laughs> so that's really good mm. very cool yep yeah so um, <clears throat> so 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 last time was it last time last time I think I was talking about the jam stack um, oh yeah yeah, from from that's kind of that the Netlify people invented, uh, or they invented the name, uh, and um, which which is an abbrevi- abbreviation for JavaScript APIs and markup stack basically, and so uh, and yeah, and I I remembered that I have never checked out this new Smashing Magazine website that they that they built. So I went, I, I, I checked it out. It's on next.smashingmagazine.com. And it is really, really ridiculously fast. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a big improvement, even though they were fast already before, but it's like even compared to their, to their fast or already fast page, it's, it's, it's really fast. And um, it's a cool new design. And <clears throat> I'm just saying this because um, while I was just checking it out, there was a link there. I think I found it on there somewhere. And it was linking to the remote starter kit. And um, that is that is really interesting. It's, the, it's, it's on remotestarterkit.com. And it is just a collection of tools, of apps, slap, uh, Slack bots, um, um, hardware um, recommendations, um, devices, and stuff like that for for remote workers, basically. So it's uh, it's like a collection of of tools uh, to 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 um, to kind of uh, 
master the challenges of remote remote work and there were there were a lot of interesting things that I've never heard about in there for instance there is uh, something called mural which is like an online brainstorming tool that lets teams collaborate and share stuff and you can put like little uh, um, you know a group of people can just log into this mural and then you can put on put up um, post-it notes and, and draw on it and stuff like that which is interesting and then there is of course, Trello is in there as a recommendation. Then there is uh, a tool to 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 uh, to vote on stuff. There's a voting system. Then one password is in there. Gitbook is in there. <coughs> Gitbook Gitbook is a really cool um, tool or open source um, c kind of open source code thing that you can use in order to write documentation. It's a really cool and very clean. Um, it, it produces a very clean uh, result uh, as as the documentation, and you can just host it on GitHub. Uh, for instance, the Redux documentation is created uh, with Gitbook, and and a lot of other stuff is uh, is used for it. Um, and then there's a cloak, like a VPN thing. Um, and I think it's cool that that um, you know, like there's there's a microphone that they have in there. And uh, you know, calendar, and there's not like five different ones or whatever. There's just like, okay, we we did the research, we checked this out. <clears throat> this is a really good tool for this kind of purpose, and it makes you also think about all the different challenges you have as a remote team. Like, you need to have retreats, for instance. There is uh, something they recommend, um, or there's an article that it links to, or something. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> places to work. There's a database of places that you can work. Uh, work as a remote worker. It's also like the kind of health things like uh, uh, like Flux is listed in there as this little app for, for Macs, um, uh, for Mac OS that will change the, the, the tone of your, your screen, right? To when it, gets, when it gets laid out, then it will kind of, everything gets yellowish <coughs> in your screen so your eyes don't get stressed out and stuff like that. So huh. I thought it was a really cool... Uh, um, yeah, a collection of things that that are interesting. That is neat. Yeah. Um, was there any more information, or did you look into the whole the whole retreat thing? What what was said about that there? I'm just curious. Um, so it says here um, our experience, and it's like a blog post that they okay. put up there. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Yeah, they they have like a, a list of different retreats, and and each of each of them has a blog post. So it's kind of fun. just their their experiences. Nice, yeah. Because I've heard about those types of things, and and I think what was it called? Like a codecation, so people going off somewhere, mm -hmm. and just you know hiding somewhere and and writing code or collaborating. So that that sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Also, I now I also understand what this is. So it's it's basically a little website that is made by a, an agency. I think we help startups grow. Blah blah. Yeah. So they they're like a client services company, and it's, they seem to be having a lot of re remote workers, and uh, and they so they made this little playbook for hmm, remote work. Nice. That's good. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, very nice. And um, um, so, so oh, something happened with uh, with SoundCloud. 
Really? Oh, really? What happens? What, what happened at the Southwest? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know nothing. All I know, I don't. I don't listen to SoundCloud very much anymore. Oh, oh so. also they 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 fired forty percent of their staff. What? what? Oh, you didn't know about that? <clears throat> no. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it was kind of sudden. No. That is really sudden. Yeah. Um. So apparently. So from what I have read, they uh, they um, they had some problems. I guess money problems, right? They raised a bunch of money, and there was some there were some rumors that they might get um, bought by either Spotify or Google or Deezer. And uh, so there was an interesting article by this person that was just hired one week before they were fired. Right. Oh my gosh! Uh, so this person came from the U. Uh, from the UK, and you know, like, t- took all their uh, 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 savings and 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 paid for a, a lease in Berlin to work at SoundCloud. Oh man! And uh, and moved over and everything. So started working there. And so <clears throat> apparently, how this so how this was happening. So he was doing the, this onboarding stuff and da da da. And they were joking around about things. And, and then there was this all-hands meeting announcement at 4 p.m. on one day. And they were all, they were all speculating about which company is going to buy SoundCloud because that was kind of the main rumor that was going around. <clears throat> and, uh, and also, they were, and SoundCloud was hiring quite aggressively. I think, I think they said that it was like 12 people were hired in that same week and, uh, or started in that same week. And... Uh, yeah, and so basically they had this all-hands meeting and they said that uh, SoundCloud is going into a direction that is focused more on the creators instead of the listeners. So they did a lot of work on f- for SoundCloud <coughs> listeners. So the iOS SoundCloud app was an app that was focusing on the listener. So it was just a consuming application. And uh, they also launched SoundCloud Go, which is basically a streaming service like Spotify or um, Apple Music or something like that, with like the whole catalog and everything. But um, that that was kind of a flop. Like the marketing was not very well done. Nobody really knows about it. Mm. So I don't know. And <clears throat> and uh, and so they decided. So they announced they were going more. They're, they're focusing more on the creators. And so a lot of people were fired that were working on stuff for the listeners. And also they closed the New York and uh, New York and some other office, London. I don't know some other office that's not Berlin. Um, yeah. And, and dang, it's pretty drastic. It is pretty drastic. Yeah, and, and so so yesterday, and the day before, I think uh, this this was this was, no, was it yesterday? I think it, it, it the, the news came out, and then there was like tons of people about. Hey, I just got fired. Does anybody uh, is anybody looking for a good data? You know, like Aww. researcher or anybody looking for. So how how much is forty percent like in like actual people? Uh, I think it's a um, hundred and something, a hundred and seven, oh, wow. or or more. It's definitely a, a huge amount. Um, yeah, but what happened is that that then somebody made a spreadsheet with with like two uh, sheets in there. With one sheet was companies that are hiring, and then the other sheet is like 
SoundCloud engineers that were fired <laughs> and then with you know information and everything and that was that went quite viral and this uh, this person who wrote the blog post he said that um, he got within the day as he put his information into that spreadsheet and within two hours or so he got a f the first request and you know people from the US offering him to come and pay they pay for the visa and of the and then he got like up to I think he had like 60 requests or something so it's not like ah. you know uh, the, the, nice <clears throat> I guess I guess being hired by SoundCloud, SoundCloud is kind of a signal for quality engineer kind of mm -hmm. quality uh, hire mm -hmm. so um, it doesn't look like they're gonna be having a lot of problems getting new jobs, so mm -hmm. so that's but really still positive. yeah. It's, finding it's a new a job is such a pain. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that whole thing with the relocating like that, and then I mean that's 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 pretty rough. Yeah, that's I, I know what I know what that's like to move countries. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah, and there was an even worse story yeah. from another person that moved that that got the. Um, Verbal agreement that he's going to be hired, moved from the UK to Berlin, you know, already, or, or from Scotland, I think it was, and then left kind of, uh, you know, like uh, had his flat was uh, uh, what rented out and rented out, sublet? It was gone, yeah, whatever. Like he didn't yeah. have a flat in the UK anymore, so everything was gone. He, he had, he was look, looking, still looking for a flat, I think, in Berlin, and then got a call from from SoundCloud they were basically saying basically saying that the contract that they agreed upon just is basically nulled you know like it's not it's oh, void like no. it never happened so oh, that's even no. worse you know it's crazy oh. I, I must say like I'm I find this very weird and I really I've that they yeah, it's not like hiring. that's an overnight decision, and that you put people in that sort of situation is yeah. They should sucks. have they should have put a hiring freeze exactly months ago. Yeah. I guess. I mean, this is so strange. I mean, it, or do you think it could have really been like a like a last minute? Okay, fuck, we have to turn this ship around or something mm. like we're planning on going for another half a year or so trying stuff yeah we could be. i don't know i mean i mean i think there's also like a sense of uh there's a lot of uh, a lot of times like companies will make everything feel normal so that nobody suspects that something is going wrong and they'll do everything they can to try to like you know fix it um, before anybody notices, but sometimes there's really nothing you can do and you just have to mm -hmm. just say, sorry, this is up. Like I know that, um, when companies get acquired by other companies, like the people who are on the hiring teams, like they have no idea mm -hmm. that, you know, like, like you don't want the rest of the company to know until the deal is done. Mm -hmm. Um, but like <clears throat> you can't suddenly say, please stop hiring anybody <laughs> because yeah, it like, raises suspicions. Yeah. Especially if you have people whose entire job is their recruiters and their job is to hire people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. because then, you know, then they're like, wait, what's going on? And, and then they ask too many questions and then you're either going to be a liar or not. And so I guess, and it really depends. And in some ways, 
Um, like I know a friend who worked at a company that was acquired and they said that the, there were a bunch of people who were hired, uh, but were not given, and like, that's the other thing, right? Like legally, it's a lot easier to like, if, if, because it was a verbal agreement. I mean, I don't know all the specifics, obviously, but if it's just a verbal agreement, there is no legal record of the person being hired and therefore it's technically not illegal, mm-hmm. right? Like at least in the U S yeah. at least in California, um, once you sign the paperwork, th- they, the company cannot fire you until your first day. So like if you, if you sign a contract that says, yes, I will come to work at your company and you're taking a month long break between companies or whatever, like your start date's not for another month, they can't fire you before your first day because you haven't, you haven't started. So like Mm -hmm. you have to, (laughs) it's really sad because you show up, you have to fill out all of the the paperwork, all of the forms. And then once you're done with that, then they can fire you. Mm. And it's just like, but that way you can, you can fill out unemployment. Um, should you get fired (laughs) and have to go find and get another job. So it's sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that makes sense that they they try to keep like everything going as if nothing was going on, and then if they run out of steam, well, oops, yeah, we fell off the cliff, and now we have to take action, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not mm. want to be the people in charge there. I mean, I do want to be the people in charge at some point, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in charge of a successful company. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a bummer. Restructuring. Didn't you you interviewed someone from there before? Didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Did she make it, or do you know? Uh, I think I don't think she was fired. No. Okay. Also, uh, another friend, Jan Monschke, who was also Ah, part of the nested loops. He is also still at SoundCloud. He mm-hmm. said that basically everything is uh, is chaos right now, and yeah, I'm sure they're in shock. And also, yeah. the company like everything needs to be restructured, and nobody really knows where on what they're gonna work. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a whole kind of uh, strategy, like direction change and everything. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is definitely one of those uh, what not to do <laughs> sort of situations. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I know that Etsy had a had a bit of a, a thing uh, not too many months ago, early May. Um, Etsy let go of I want to say it was like eight percent of their workforce or something like that. They let go of like a uh, hundred people or something like that. And um, in the months since, I have seen all of the famous people that I know who work at Etsy who've been like, "Etsy is the greatest place ever. I'm going to work here forever." Um, who'd been working there for five years, maybe more they're all gone. Like they, they, they quit. Like anybody who stayed, uh, because in the Etsy thing, uh, the CEO and the CTO were both, uh, asked to leave. So they were both fired uh, amongst the other group of people that were fired. So, um, that'll completely change a culture, you know? And I think a lot of people will be like, well, you know, you've completely changed everything I loved about this job. So now I'm leaving. And, and like, these are superstars, mm-hmm. um, who have gone on to other companies and, and that's great, uh, for them to find another company, but it's sad at the same time that like they were the 
biggest proponents of these companies. Like everybody, like I remember watching them talk about how much they loved working at Etsy. And I thought to myself, you know what, if this NPM thing doesn't work out, I would love to go work at Etsy. (laughs) And now I'm just like, all right, NPM has got to stay the, the, (laughs) it's got to be successful because I'm not going anywhere now. (laughs) Like there's no place else for me to go. That's not true. But, uh, but it like in my head, you know, like, where else would I go? I don't know. There isn't another company that I've heard about that has the same fervor of its employees, like saying, this is such a great place to work. I freaking love working here. Um, I mean, you'll hear people from NPM saying that, but um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things just like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, the people you work with and for it has, has a lot to do with how, how um, content or happy you are. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. <sighs> so yeah. <clears throat> so I wanted to follow up on something like uh, on one episode where I was not able to make it. You or I think Henning, you might have talked about the overcast in-app ads that mm-hmm. there exist now. So I just wanted yeah. to talk about this because I think it's such a fascinating little thing product detail okay um because so marco marco arment he i was listening to a podcast where he was announcing it and i wasn't using overcast at that point anymore but i i got curious i wanted to see how it all looks and because he 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 invented not invented he 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 built this whole little ad system with so he built the little back end for it he He is selling the ads himself, right? And so he has a little backend. You can even go on um, overcast.fm and uh, and slash, I don't know, something. There's a link somewhere on there. You can see all the ads, how much they cost and everything, how much it costs to buy an ad uh, for a certain category of podcasts. And what he did is that... um, you can buy an ad, so so basically it's favored to to buy an ad. So if you have a podcast, you can you can um, you can buy an ad for your podcast in his podcast app, and basically say, <laughs> okay, I want my podcast as a technology podcast. So whenever somebody is listening to a podca- podcast from that uh, category, then I, oh wow, I want my podcast ad to show up. And then they can they can tap on that, and then it and then there's a little pop up you know coming up sliding up and you can you can subscribe to that podcast right away right so oh, wow. it's like a seamless kind of thing to promote other it's a really good like way that as a, a that a way that makes sense to promote your podcast and um, why I thought that was so fascinating was that I had a pres- I had a subscription. Right, and the, what the subscription gives you in an overcast is that you can turn off those apps, uh, those ads. Right, you don't have to see them. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting is that I didn't want to turn them off. <laughs> okay, I yeah, it's a discovery t- tool. It doesn't. And what yes. you're describing now, I never even noticed that because I print. I just always ignore ads, but I'm looking at it now, and wow. You're right. I mean, it just goes to that uh, subscription page for for that other podcast, and 
you don't have to search for it. <coughs> so you can, yeah, it's discovery genius. for podcasts, really. You exactly. Can, you can find something that is in the similar in a similar category, and uh, and all it does it shows you the little artwork from the podcast, and which is mostly something that's pleasant, and then there's a little description of the podcast, and that's really it. And then he also allows you know um, you to just to just to just buy an ad for a website or for you know something completely different that's not a podcast and then it will link out and then you know show whatever in the browser and stuff and but but he also only allows certain products to be uh to be advertised in there so he's not going to have some shitty thing in there and it's always going to be <laughs> it's mostly yeah, the typical things that they also advertise for in the podcast themselves like I don't know, Casper the mattress, or or, or um, some 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 weird some weird like some some service blue that apron, stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, yeah. So so all kind of like companies that are called like that don't disturb you, you know, like they're mm -hmm. they're mostly quality products, like little like niche companies that make one thing and one thing well, and so on and so forth. And so, yeah, so the, it really had this effect because I heard him talk about it on the podcast. I checked it out and I, I was actually interested in what would pop up down there. And, uh, and I found that fascinating because it's the first kind of ad system that doesn't disturb me and actually gives me a value, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, this is sort of his... His it follows along with his whole idea of providing a high quality, nicely polished product, right? Mm -hmm. This totally fits in with that, and I'm, I'm. It is fascinating, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not surprised though because it's yeah, that's really really cool. It's really cool. I was very I'm surprised. fiddling with it right now. So. Yeah, it was very, I was I'm very. I'm also fiddling with it right now. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. I was very surprised at how how much I like it. Because really, the podcast discovery is really cool because it's really hard when you have a bunch of podcasts subscribed to. Uh, you don't really think about, you know, going into the di directory and like looking around. Like, it's cool to have yeah. a little suggestion here and a suggestion here and say, oh, cool, like this entry, maybe I'll listen to one of these uh, episodes. And, um, and I, was also, I was also interested because he said that because he did this, because he, he was experimenting with with the Apple like iAds or whatever system, right? Or something. Uh, he was trying all kinds of like the third-party ad stuff. He was trying that out and that didn't work very well for him because people would not tap on that stuff, right? They would not just mm -hmm. ignore it. But since he implemented his own ad system, uh, like the throughput, like the, the, the interaction is much higher and he's making much more money from the ads, And he's not mm. relying on the subscriptions that much anymore like he was before. And um, when you go into his Overcast FM thing where you can, you know, where you can buy the ads, one of these ads for a, a week or so is like $500 or so. Wow. So this wow. is not, like, this is not chump change, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this is this is a real business, and I and I think it's. Uh, I just wanted to 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 say this. Like I think this is really really interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing. It's like he has control over it now, right? Yeah, that's why exactly. he can make them look decent, provide value, and curate it. Yeah. Um, so you don't get all that garbage. I guess. Yeah, that's totally awesome. Yeah, and also to have 
to to basically merge ads with a podcast discovery system by accident or something you know like <laughs> yeah that's just that's really it's just a useful thing that also makes you money it's really uh that's, that's quite nice. quite uh, fascinating it is very cool <clears throat> so maybe there is a future maybe there's a different future for ads you know that's kind of where my brain goes then like maybe we don't have to have only shitty ads maybe ads can be reinvented Uh, but but they need to be, I think they need to be also on, maybe it's possible on the web is where, basically where I'm trying to go. But for, in that case, whatever, if, if you have a, like if you have a web application that you want that you want to finance through ads or whatever, you would have to put in the work and create your own thing and also start selling ads and stuff like that. It's it's a, it's a lot of work, and if you're not Marco Armand and you don't have like this, this this whole this all this attention already, you know it's definitely difficult to do, I guess. But um, but it just it gives me a little bit of hope that that you know like this can be a way to make money, and it doesn't have to be shady and shitty, <laughs> <clears throat> which it is <laughs> currently mostly. Yeah, so nice overcast follow up. <clears throat> cool. Uh, cool. We are at the full hour, aren't we? Wow. Yes. Yes. Okay. Indeed. Cool. Time to shut it down. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, definitely come hang out with us in our Slack channel. Uh, we talk about all these sorts of uh, topics and more, um, including really adorable animal gifs um, and other things. Um, it, you know, especially even if you're like a newbie, like somebody who's just getting started, we have an, an entire channel just for newbies to like ask the most ridiculous questions. It's totally cool. It's a no pressure. No question is the, is a dumb question. It's super, super chill in there. Um, so definitely come hang out with us in our Slack channel. You can get access to it via our show notes, which you can find at reactive.audio. All right, and uh, I'm Henning. No, actually, I'm H. Glattergotts. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man, I need to go to bed. <laughs> All right, H. Glattergotts on Twitter. And um, if you like the show, why don't you tell someone about it so uh, others can enjoy it? And uh, writing us a review or leaving us a rating on iTunes would be fantastic. Um, you can find a link to do so uh, in the show notes that Raquel mentioned. All right. That's it for me. Yes, and we are also reactive pod on the Twitter as the podcast, and uh, and I'm Khalil tweets on Twitter, and uh, yeah, that's it. And yeah, and I am Rockbot on the Twitter, and uh, you know, weeks since Henning got his name correct uh, on the first <laughs> try, uh, his his Twitter handle correct on the first try. I think it's been like three or four at this point. <laughs> 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 so just so you know, you keep. I, I have to write it down. down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you just have to go on Twitter a little bit more again. I think so. While yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, uh, cool. Thanks, everyone. Chat with y'all next week. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>